0: Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we've got a special episode for you here with the team behind That Texas Blood and their new spinoff series, The Enfield Gang Massacre. Jacob Phillips and Chris Condon, everybody. Hello. Welcome. Hey. hey. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. I'm very excited to talk about this book. Now, just to set it up, this is a spinoff miniseries of That Texas Blood. It's out August 9th. We think the final cut <laughs> order, order cut-off order date is July 17th. Uh, head's talking about it a little earlier than potentially we would, but people should definitely go out and order it. Um, yes, I really. wanted to ask you guys, though, with that little bit of business like, businessy setup out of the way, we love that Texas Blood. We're huge fans of the series, as both of you know. But why a spinoff miniseries? Why not another arc of that Texas Blood? What was different about this?
1: I mean, I feel like the, the very simple – answer is why not um you know <laughs> we're, we're sort of just you know the the relationship that we have with image is that we just sort of show up and we tell them like basically what we want to do and they'll say like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, that's the way <laughs> I am with a lot of my jobs as well. You show up. And I'm like, here's what I'm doing today. Well, I, we're very fortunate uh, to have that uh, relationship, but yeah, it's basically I wrote in issue seven in the back matter that there was this Enfield gang massacre and Jake drew a little picture. It was, it was in there in the, like the double page spread that we had. And Jake asked um, at that time, are we going to see these guys anymore? And I, was like, well, well, I mean, we could. I was like, I really want to do this next arc, but we could do like a spinoff for the next one if you want. And then that was like that was where the idea came from. It's just, you know, sort of hopping back in time and, and making it a full on spinoff instead of having it connected. Um, I toyed with the idea of having characters in that Texas blood uh, talking about the infield game master. And then we're, we're jumping back and forth in time, sort of like we did with uh, the second arc. Of that Texas blood, but ended up deciding to just go all in and just have it set in the past and just be dealing with, you know, the the massacre itself and, and the, the characters that were involved in it. And so we just decided to just do it as its own thing.
0: Well, Jacob, I'm curious to hear from you. you. You guys talk about this a little bit of the back matter of the book without getting into spoilers. This is just Chris, you I think writing about the book, but mm-hmm. you tried to push it artistically as well, move it a little bit away from that Texas blood. So mm-hmm. what was the process like? What did you try to do differently to delineate this from the original series?
2: Well, I think the the starting point was that we were we thought, wouldn't it be cool to do like three panel pages? So like um New Frontier kind of um yeah. layouts. Um just so you can really push that sort of like cinematic, like you know, widescreen, western, you know, we have like we have like the, the big landscapes and all that kind of stuff. Um and I thought that would be a cool thing to do because we we do have quite a lot of uh well the in Texas Blood and in New Bern. I always end up drawing like really quite dense pages. Mm. Um, so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this would be like a cool thing. At the time, I was like just thinking for me, and I didn't think about how that makes everything way harder for Chris. Um, <laughs> know, like, like, uh, yeah, tell the same story, but in half the amount of uh, images. So um, so yeah, so like, that was sort of a starting point. And it was fun because I think... It was Because it's a fresh start, rather than doing it as a spin-off, uh, no, as, a, as just a Texas Blood tr- uh, arc, we sort of, all the things that we've been thinking about in whilst making Texas Blood, that we can't really do with that because we've already set up certain ways of working with things. Um, it's like, oh, we could try this, we could try this. You know, like we went into it with a lot more, I think, like, uh, little ideas that we could used to form like the whole um mm. so that was really cool and like in terms of like coloring and stuff like that um i was watching some you know old westerns and i was like oh yeah this like you know certain things like a lot of like reds and oranges with like punches of blue and stuff like that like that kind of thing um like going in with a sort of purpose rather than just sort of winging it like i normally do <laughs> um, <laughs> well and
3: i will say it feels like in the book it really comes through and it feels like you know, it feels like a prequel is sort of a, a comic booky way to talk about it when it does feel very so cinematic. But it yet take more time with it because there are more words in each panel. The panels are hmm. you're sort of you have to sit with a little bit like you would watching an, a, a classic western. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Chris, you referenced the man who shot Liberty Valance mm-hmm. uh, in the back matter, uh, great great western. Okay. But that all to say, like what makes a story part of that Texas blood? From a, a universe standpoint, like it feels like in the main series, there's been some jumping around in different genres and different sort of um, uh, areas, I guess, to tell the story. And and now this, which is back in time. So, what is the essential quality that makes it of that Texas? Place? And do you
0: call it the TTBU or is the TTBC yeah. <laughs>
1: the TTBEU? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I mean I think that what makes it a Texas blood book is that it's set in Texas for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great, check. Um, check the box. Yeah, it, it's there's blood. Um, there's blood. Now I think that what makes it a, a, a Texas blood book is I think that uh, we have a, a strong emphasis on character, um, and I I also think that we we sort of. I, it's it's the way that we bounce through time. I mean, we even in in the in the way that we open the book, we open where we actually see our main character dead, um, you know, and so we sort of bounce around in time. And so we we always did that with Texas Blood. That's one of the things that we've carried over, and also just the the, the dark aspects of uh, life, their life, the the story itself, um, people doing dark bad things, sort of a noirish quality to it. I think that's what makes it part of our universe. If you want to call the T T B U, that's
3: fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> Oh, I got to say, it's really awesome to see you guys have so much fun with this genre. I was wondering what kind of, like, originally got you guys going for it. Is it a love of Westerns? Is it a love of writing dialogue where it's like, what in Tarnation? Like, uh, <laughs> what kind of originally... Yeah,
0: Pete read a Yosemite Sam comic book, by the way. I didn't read yeah, it. They <laughs> used Tarnation
2: in this
1: issue. No, I, I I did. I, <laughs> I did use Tarnation. I, well, I mean... When you can use tarnation, I say use it. You know, yeah. when yeah. you're given that's, the opportunity. That's how I live my life. <laughs>
3: it's hard it's harder to find it in regular situations. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it, I mean, for, on my end, I, I just, I mean, I've always had a like, fascination with the West. I mean, there's, you know, I mentioned it in the back matter in the in the letter um, that I, you know, I have like photos of me with like a cowboy outfit on, six Street. Yeah. You know? I've always been obsessed with it. Um, I, I always, I used to watch old like Lone Ranger, uh, serials and stuff when I was a kid. So I mean, it it was always there in my mind, and and it's never left. I always felt like, I mean, the reason we write, why we have that Texas blood is that, uh, I mean, I I just I have a fascination with Texas as a, as a place. It's sort of that like the American mythology of it all. Um, and I I just yeah, I love uh, delving into those characters and and you know the 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 place itself and sort of because it, it's so different from what I know. And, um, one of the things that I always kind of say is that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always like when I go to like Texas or I talk to Texans, I'm just observing, I'm talking to them. I'm getting to, to know them and, and the place that they, they live and they inhabit and, and they, where they spend their lives. And I, I find it fascinating. I want to capture that and I want it to feel real, but while also telling her, you know, crazy stories about serial killers and cults. And in this case, a <laughs> uh, gang, uh, getting in trouble with the law. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's really just, it just comes down to the fact that we, we, I mean, I, I like the, I like the West. I, I like exploring them. I, I think that it's fun, but I want to hear what Jake has to say. Cause he's in a different <laughs> part of the world. Yeah.
2: yeah like I sort of, you know, young, I'd never been to Texas until last year, last year, about a year ago. Um, so I came to Texas pretty much through this book. You know, like, I've seen, wow. you know, I've seen some Westerns, but I was never, like, I was never obsessed. Um, Like, I wasn't really, like, growing up, you know, Back to the Future 3 was probably, like, the most obsessed I ever came. <laughs> the Western. Everyone's uh, favourite Western. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then, like, since in the last few years, definitely got more, more into it. But um it's just, yeah, like, it was interesting because, yeah, coming at it from from the UK it's like, yeah, like it's a whole separate thing. It's like, it's not even like a real world. So like trying to sort of get into that and under the skin of it and not, it, and avoid it becoming a cliche was quite difficult, I think, because it's just like, you know, yeah. I know, I only know the cliche. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's quite, it's quite a fun challenge and it just means, you know, it's a lot of research and like Chris, uh, you know, guides me where he can and like sends me reference and all that sort of stuff. And uh yeah, we luckily went out to uh, West Texas last year. Uh, I met with me and my girlfriend, went and met with Chris as well while we were there for a few days. So it's just, you know, it, this time around, I get to use some of the photo reference that I took myself, mm. which is oh, cool. so much oh, that's better cool. than, you know, yeah. Googling, you know, a lot of like driving around on Street View and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I like get to use actual, well, memory and photographs and, and video and all sorts. Um, is so much you no. Know, it, it it feels like a much more informed way of doing right. things. Like I'm not just so you can
3: feel the heat that was yeah, there yeah, when you exactly, were there because yeah. I mean, it's, it's
2: completely different to here. Like it, in just in terms of like scale, it's like everything like you no, know, and the space between things and the the width of roads is like three times the size as you as you would get here so it's like even the toast is bigger so it's 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 uh yeah it was so beneficial i think to go and see it in person um so yeah it's but now now i'm just like itching to go back Mm. wow Oh, cool
3: uh even talking about enfield gang like from a research perspective for both of you i feel like and without giving away anything from the story, like how did you sort of get into that world? Um, I feel like back then I worked on a project about a gang, which was like a family essentially in upstate New York that had, Mm -hmm. uh, that was also sort of broken up, I guess I should say, uh, called the Loomis gang. And that world, it's like a whole different, what a gang meant back then was something completely different. So could you talk about uh, from a a writing and art perspective, how you got into that world?
1: Yeah. I mean, for, for me it was uh it was just you know i there was a west texas historian that i talked with uh, his name is larry francell um larry shout out to larry i don't think he listens to podcasts unfortunately, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but larry was uh, kind enough he gave us a tour of the fort and and fort davis um unfortunately mm-hmm. named after jefferson davis uh yeah. the Confederate mm-hmm. president but uh it was, yeah, he was very much instrumental. I mean, I, I, I spoke with him um, when we were in Texas, and then I kept in touch with him after we left Texas. Um, he sent me a book of his that he wrote on Fort Davis, that area in West Texas where Ambrose County is based. Um, and it, one of the main things that he had an influence on was a, a main one of the main characters who was Captain Eli of the Texas Rangers. Originally, he was a marshal. And in talking to Larry, uh, Larry was like, you know, this story is is all sounding really good. The only thing is that I don't think that the marshal would have jurisdiction here. It would be a Texas Ranger. He would supersede uh. everybody else. And so that became a thing that we brought into the book was make this character a Texas Ranger, have him be um, this, you know, this sort of pivotal character. In the book, um, and I mean, in terms of the, the the gang itself, just, you know, doing a lot of research. I mean, obviously, like watching classic Westerns, everything from, from you know, Liberty Balance to the Naked Spur to like even just something like Butch casting the Sundance Kid. Yeah, there um, it is. Yeah. So it's it's all an influence. And I, you know, I definitely try to pepper in things where I can here and there um, from those influences. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, I even read. I, I read so I'm a big fan of the Coen Brothers' *True Grit*. Um, and mm-hmm. read the book recently. Um, also read. Um, forget the name, it's a history of Texas. What's it? A oh, uh, big wonderful thing. I think it's called. Uh, it's it's a gigantic mm-hmm. tome. Uh just about very whimsical <laughs> title for a history
3: of Texas. <laughs>
1: well, it's a Georgia O'Keefe quote about, uh, Ooh, about huh. Texas. It's been sat next it's to my gorgeous. bed for
2: about a year now. Like, yeah. I think I've like got twenty <laughs> it's like a thousand pages long, and I've got twenty it's pages different. in like, that uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Um but yeah, I've I read that and just I even like went back and I was reading um <laughs> I was literally reading about uh 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 frontier governments and how they work and so I'm literally like from like 1860 I was reading about uh, like a like a book it was just a PDF I couldn't find an actual copy of it but I was just reading a PDF of that and, um and then again Larry recommended some other books so it was just a lot of research like from everywhere it wasn't just and I also was reading things like Rawhide kid <laughs> you know just like everything I could get my hands <laughs> on that was a western um just really just trying to absorb it all Without limits, really, and then just also just with you know what we already have have established in that Texas Blood, trying to have it feel in a similar vein, but at the same time completely different. So, like trying to figure out how to do that and how to tell it, and I think that's part of the the it's. I wouldn't say that it was. uh, I wouldn't say difficult isn't the word a, a challenge is a better way to describe it because i i appreciate the challenge of it and i appreciate that every arc we have a different challenge going into it um mm. whether you know with uh Snowfalls, endlessly in wonderland our third arc i made a conscious decision to not put a lot of dialogue in it and let jake's art really take the the really nice. take the, the forefront there and you know, in this, it was the three-panel um th- and then also just trying to figure out, okay, how do we introduce a whole new set of characters um in this world that people already know to a certain extent and you know, reintroduce the world in a different way because it's not the same world. It's it was a world 150 years in the past. So how do we do that? So the research definitely came in handy. Um well, I wanted to ask
0: you on the flip side, though, once you've done that research and you've looked at all the media and everything, how do you synthesize that into not just the story, but the history you're dealing with in the story? Because this is this is getting spoilers, but at the end of uh, the first issue, you have a pretty lengthy text piece that's a news mm-hmm. article about what people think happened, but what actually happened is giving hints about it. So clearly, even beyond the plot of the story, you have multiple versions of a history laid out there. So how do you put the, all of that together?
1: Yeah, I mean, I a a big thing for me was just learning about the Texas Rangers and about um, the uh, – you know, the, the, there weren't exactly you know the heroes that people think they are uh, to a large. You know, I don't. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe there were good things that have happened, but there is so there were massacres in 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 the past. There, there were massacres that were were hidden, and there's also you know lot, lots of bad things that happened, and the Texas Rangers were there, and so you know that looking at that and knowing that that happened, and then looking at the fact that there's a museum in Waco, Texas. For the Texas Rangers and we obviously we we celebrate them that they they go on parade and and we have the Lone Ranger and we have all these, you know, there's there was a John Milius film called Texas Rangers and there's all these like books and baseball team. Yeah, there's a baseball team They're They're like they're looked at as these heroic figures Um, and to know that history. And to sort of break it down and want to want to explore that a little bit. I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to get into it as, as deeply as maybe we could have or uh, maybe in another book somewhere. But it's just it's it's something that I wanted to layer into the history of it. And not only that, I wanted to to dive deeper into the history of. This fictional West Texas County, because if if you look at the actual history of of Texas counties, I mean, you you find things like this where there's certain people who ended up, you know, sort of guiding where a county is going in in its history, um, wanting a certain place to be the county seat, uh, arguments between other counties. Um, It's it's all very interesting. I mean, and to just how I like sort of synthesize that into the story that we're telling is I just literally, I mean, I, it's just, I just write the history of it and then I just sit down and I have to write the script mm. and figure out where to go from there. I mean, wow. a lot of times what I'll do is I'll write, um, I'll write like something, something nobody will ever see, but it's like a, a story from the perspective of a character um, and I might not even use it in the, in the comic, but it's something so that I understand the character's mindset, where they're at, um, how they fit into the history of the place, how they fit into the the story, all of that. Um, oftentimes, will take place before the story or after the story or whatever. But it's like that it helps me so much in like figuring out a character um, mm-hmm. in in terms of where, whether it's Enfield or or whether it's somebody like Alky West who's um, involved in in the. And the story, it's—I don't know—it's—it's. It's, I wish I had a better answer for you It's a little more clear cut, but it's just—it's just you know pulling everything and just trying to get it all just on the page and as best I can. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that her- works. That works for me. That's all good. Yeah. Uh, I, Jacob, I do want to jump back to something you said earlier in terms of the layouts for this series in particular, you said that it makes it harder on the writer, which is not the sort of thing that you hear very often in comics. Usually it's the writer making the artist go insane, being like, yeah, you know, just draw the biggest battle scene of all time. It's good. Don't worry about it. So this is your
3: revenge (laughs) on all writers, basically. Yeah,
0: my question is, how do you take revenge? No, my question is, (laughs) I, I guess it's, clearly you guys have a good relationship and a good working relationship back and forth. Now that you're essentially in the fourth, I guess, arc, fourth-ish arc of working together. How has that relationship grown and changed for you from the artistic perspective?
2: Um, I don't know. I think from the start, Chris sort of just let me, you know, do what I wanted in terms of, you know, in terms of responding to his scripts. Like, very rarely would I get any kind of, changes or notes really other than like i like it um so and and that stayed the same throughout so it's like you know and we we talk every day and it's a lot like if i have any questions it's just like message and be like you know what what do you think about this what what would you prefer here kind of thing um and it is yeah it's back and forth um you know i'm like oh i've got this idea for this Like, what do you think he's like yeah sure um it's like yeah i mean it's i think we've just got i think we've got maybe more comfortable with each other anyway like you know cuz we've known each other for a good few years now you know like i say, we talk every day we've worked on you know hundreds of pages together um so it is just like i think we just trust each other to do our thing um you know i don't really send chris any roughs or anything. I send him pencils normally, uh, just to make sure there's nothing glaringly wrong before I go and ink it. But um but yeah, I I sort of that's usually the first thing he sees. I don't send him any thumbnails or anything like that. And then
1: you know well, I, send I wouldn't him, be
2: able to understand them anyway. That's true, yeah. My thumbnails <laughs> are like sometimes I'm like, huh? what what is this? Um, <laughs> but it's mostly just so I can figure out exactly how it fits on the page more than you know um, anything? Anything more than that? Um, but yeah, I think it's just sort of we just trust each other to do the job. Like we both like what we do, so it's just um, yeah. you know. Although I don't want to get, I wouldn't want to interfere with what he's doing, and I don't think he'd want to interfere with what I'm doing. So it's just um, great. You know, we we luckily just we like the same things, so it usually comes out, <laughs> and we both like it. So. <laughs> Jacob, do
3: you do anything as a palate cleanser from all this crime and murder you are uh,
2: creating (laughs) on the page? No, it's constant. (laughs) Today is is my first day off in three weeks until I finished. Because I literally finished. So the PDF that you got yesterday or this morning, whenever it was, that I finished that last night. And then today is my day off. Um, wow! Well, thank you for coming on and talking right. about crime. <laughs> talking about it. Hot yeah. off, literally hot off the press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, and then I've got I've got a week off now. Um, so hey, to make congrats. up for it, but it's so. But I'll probably be you know I'll be but I'll be, well I say a week off. I'll be working whilst I'm away on uh, on the next issue and and on Newburn as well because I've got a uh, thumbnail, an issue of that. So it's just it's just constant
0: (laughs) yeah uh well getting back to the book uh, before we wrap up with you guys here i know you said it's very much kind of its own thing without getting into spoilers too much we have six issues is this going to impact that texas blood at all are we going to see repercussions or references going forward to the next arc of that book
1: uh so the thing that i i like to think is that it's going to um I mean, I don't wanna get into spoilery stuff, yeah, but yeah. i mean the, the, the thing that I was really intrigued by going back and telling the stories that you know we often kind of talk about like you know is, is is this place like just evil like is this just a bad place? you know we have Joe Bob asking those questions in in uh, arcs of that Texas blood, and I think that a a big thing of what we're exploring in this arc or in this spin off is that like the, the original sin of the county you know so it's mm. uh in terms of that I, I i think that's that's a the biggest thing that we're we're looking at in terms of <laughs> impact on that text but we will see um later on we'll see we'll see some uh descendants of certain people pop up here and there um, we're not going to get you over the head with it it's not going to be like you know joe bob with <laughs> strange, but, um, but it's you know it's something that i you know it, it, that's how these places are in, in west texas you know there, there's people that have been there for you know their, their family's been there for hundreds of years at this point so um yeah it's it's something that i'm I'm looking forward to to seeing how people react to it and and you know uh, going into the next arc of that texas blood i mean we're going to be seeing characters that we explored previously in the first arc of that Texas, but we're going to see them come back in the, in the, in the subsequent arc. So it's all, it's all influencing its itself. And it's all, you know, it's, it's all a big boiling pot of Texas. Blood. Texas
3: chili. Yeah. Texas blood chili. <laughs> so the the short answer is yes, it is evil there. That's evil. Uh, and It <laughs> continues to be evil.
1: Oh, well, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, once again, it's the Enfield Gang Massacre, six issues. It comes out August 9th. We think the final letter cut okay. update is July 17th. So definitely before that, just, just to be safe, go to your comic book yeah. shop. Tell mm-hmm. them you want the book. Tell mm-hmm. them to order the book uh, so that it sells out and we get a lot more. And uh, we get a whole... T-T-B-E-U. Is that what we said? Well, there it that, is. That's what we'll say. Yeah, saying it is. yeah awesome. and you have to take your time every time
3: you say it. <laughs> yeah, you have to think, Re- about, really it. think about it. Really think about it. You uh, got to really think about it. Love the book, guys. We've been yeah, huge champions. It's been so too. good right very from much. the jump. So this is Thank another you. great extension in the EU. Thank,
1: Thank you very much. much. Thank you very much.
0: And if you'd like to support the show and all the shows, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about comic books, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen and follow the show at comic book live on Twitter. Comic book club live on Instagram and TikTok. Comic book club live dot com for this podcast Threats. and many more. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> uh, I'm having Texas blood chili for lunch, so it's
3: perfect. Mm, Save me oh, some of that. appetite, wet. Join Alex.